everyone. Welcome to the Unsocial Butterfly Podcast. I am your host, Julia Christine. Welcome to this Monday's episode. I am very excited to be sitting in front of the mic again. Today was a pretty good day. It is Super Bowl Sunday. I watched like two seconds of the game and then went home. Well, home technically to my apartment, but I was over visiting my parents. So overall, it was a relaxing and fun weekend. I didn't really do a ton other than go see them, but it was good regardless. So... I hope you all had a safe and happy weekend as well. So let's get into it. Welcome to this Monday's episode. I am very excited because I asked you guys some questions over on Instagram. Also, I'm really sorry if this room is kind of echoey. The very first podcast episode of this second season, I actually recorded in this room and I really didn't notice how echoey it was until just now. So I probably won't be recording in here ever again because I think it's a little echoey. So I do apologize if that is irritating, but let's get into this episode. So I thought we could start out with a little bit of a weekly recap. So last Monday, which was I think the first, I uploaded a little bit of a late episode, so I apologize for that, but I had some technical difficulties and then I'm sure you guys, if you listened to it, you knew (laughs) I was just not having a good day. So I did want to say thank you guys so much for all of the love and support on that episode. It was on the shorter side, but I had so many of you reach out and let me know how much you liked it and how much you enjoyed and related to the content topic that I talked about. So thank you so much for all of the messages and the comments. I truly appreciate them and I do read each and every one of them. So thank you so much. I truly can't even express how grateful I am for each and every one of you that takes the time to listen to these episodes every single week and just keep up with them, I guess. It truly means the world to me and I can't even express how much you guys mean to me. I absolutely love this little community we have. So for future episodes, I would definitely love to talk more about those deeper and kind of negatively connotated topics. So if you do have anything in mind, I would love to hear it in my DMs or even in just like a comment or something. Um, I would love to create episodes that are a little bit more meaningful and that have kind of more of a message behind them because last week's episode I it was all about me basically but so many of you guys related to it just in regards to the fact it was really career driven so if you guys have anything that you want me to talk about send me a message over on Instagram because I genuinely love hearing you guys' feedback so let me know if you'd like to hear episodes like that one. Also, another part of the weekly recap is that I've been doing a little bit more cooking, which is so odd for me because I'm sure a lot of you guys, if you watch my YouTube channel as well, you would know how much I suck at cooking. Like I can follow a recipe, but I still somehow manage to ruin it or it tastes weird. I don't know. Like I, I just, I have a terrible experience every time I cook. So I usually don't cook things. (laughs) If it's freezer to pan or to microwave, then I do. But typically I don't try to like follow a recipe, but lately I have been. So I actually made a lasagna and then I made enchiladas, which both were really good. They're like vegetarian recipes. So I'm kind of proud of myself and we had leftovers and I actually had to freeze a lot of it because it was so huge. So that is my goal for this upcoming week is to try a new recipe and to try cooking because as much as I love to support small businesses and the restaurants around here, like the locally owned restaurants, honestly, I can't do that every single day. It gets tiring, so it would be nice to just cook a little bit more often, especially since I have all of the stuff to do it here. Plus, it's expensive to eat out all the time. 
So that is my goal for this upcoming week to try a new recipe. Of course, Pinterest is my go-to for all of the recipes, either that or TikTok. If you guys have seen on TikTok the new like feta cheese pasta pan recipe, that looks delicious and I really want to try that. So maybe we'll try that this week. Also a favorite of the week, I finally tried out the 12-3-30 workout and everyone and their mother has been talking about this. So I apologize for being repetitive from other people's content, but it's true. It's great and it goes by really quickly. I just put on a vlog and the time goes by relatively fast and it's not too hard. Of course, I don't have like a high elevation here or anything, but I definitely think it would be harder in like the Colorado area. That would suck, but it definitely was a good workout and I can definitely feel it two days later from the two times that I've done the workout. So the one downside to that workout is that you have to have good shoes and good socks because I got blisters very badly the first day that I tried it. So I need some new sneaker recommendations because that is very uncomfortable. All right, moving on to my highlights. So basically it's kind of all the things that I've talked about already. It's just getting back into that flow of having a healthier lifestyle in regards to like working out and cooking for myself and just trying to get my life back because I felt like for so many months that my life was just work, 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 come home, sleep, work, 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 constant. Like I felt like I was living in Groundhog's Day and it was just a very terrible feeling. I did not like it. I just felt like, like I felt like my life was, I had no goal, I guess. I don't know. That sounds really dark, but truly I was in a dark place and I'm finally kind of seeing the light at the end of that tunnel. I'm trying to just regain everything back and gain control of my life again. So that's something that I could maybe talk about because a lot of people do not talk about that. And the fact that the real world and being in a real full-time job is so much different to anything we've probably experienced being in school and everything. Like we have a lot more freedom when we're in college and I think transitioning to a job straight out of college. Like I started my career as an x-ray tech at this clinic three days after I graduated. So it was definitely um, just a different atmosphere to adjust to working 40 hours a week when I worked two 12s on the weekends while I was in school. So of course I had a lot more variety of things that I did. Although I was very busy, um, it was just, I don't know. I just seemed like I lost control over my life. So it feels really good to get back into the swing of things by working out and cooking and everything. And I just feel like I'm in a better mindset. So I'm really looking forward to improving that and continuing to improve that. Hopefully I can inspire some of you to join this little journey with me. I know it's definitely really hard to find that healthy balance between work and personal life and fitness and cooking for yourself, cleaning, just being an adult. It's a weird balance. And if you have kids and pets, I can't even imagine the balance between all of those things. So we'll talk about it in a future episode, but that is definitely the highlight of my week is getting back into that good mindset again. So I guess we can kind of get into the questions. I just asked you guys over on Instagram to ask me some questions and I said anything goes so you guys couldn't ask me really any topics that you want me to talk about but there are a few submissions so we'll get into them. 
Somebody asked, how long does it take for me to film and edit my videos? So if it's a sit down video, typically it takes me anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour to film. So if it's like a Q&A, Q&As take forever to film. I hate filming Q&As and I hate editing them just because I hate listening to myself talk for that long on end and I'm not really doing anything fun. But if it's like a vlog, typically I'll film like two to three days in a vlog and then edit that and um, that takes me probably like a good 10 hours to edit because I like to make sure everything's so precise. I'm such a <laughs> control freak when it comes to my videos. I don't think I could ever let somebody else edit my videos just because I like things to be a certain way and I like there to be minimal mistakes in my videos and I'm kind of hard on myself if there are mistakes in my videos if I didn't catch it so that's something I definitely need to work on because even like four and a half years that I've been on YouTube I'm still just as much of a perfectionist at that so it definitely depends on the video but it can take anywhere from five to ten hours to edit and usually I break that up into multiple days I think I've talked about this in a past episode but um, usually I'll film Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I'll edit Monday, Tuesday, post Wednesday. So usually Wednesdays are my posting days and sometimes I'll throw in a video on like a Friday or a Sunday or something just to make things a little spontaneous. I definitely want to start posting more because I will have a little bit of a break in between my two jobs. So if you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, I am transitioning to a new career, which I'm super excited. I'm actually going to technically like more schooling, I guess it's more training. So I'm furthering my education and advancing in my field. So very exciting. I'm really excited. It's, oops, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to drop that. While it's also a career advancement, it's also a money advancement too, which will be nice, but obviously money isn't what makes everybody happy. But yeah, that was a random tangent. All right, next question. How do you deal with bad slash stressful days? Well, again, if you watched my last video on YouTube, you would have seen I had a bad day. Um, it would have been this Monday when I recorded the last podcast episode so I basically laid on the couch with a blanket and just sat there with my eyes closed and just let myself feel those feelings um, I think it's important to remember that you don't have to bottle everything up and you can let yourself cry um, a lot of the times I'll call my mom because her and I are in the same field being in the diagnostic imaging world and she gets it when I just have a bad day in my field so if you guys don't know she's an ultrasound technologist and I'm an x-ray technologist and I'm advancing on to CT and MRI so anyway I like to call my mom to vent and just talk to her because she's definitely one of my biggest supporters and one of my biggest people who gets me back into a good headspace so um, bad and stressful days I like to talk to her uh, sometimes I'll come home and I'll just have something that makes me feel happy whether that's a cookie or dinner in general one time I came home from work and I was crying because I had had a really bad week and I went into the shower and I just cried and I took a nice long warm shower and just let it out and I felt a lot better so I personally let myself feel those feelings and then I try to move on so I'll either watch some YouTube I'll call a friend I will read a book just do something that gets my mind off of whatever is weighing on it so I used to dwell on things a lot and I've kind of realized that it's not worth your energy to spend that much time 
focusing on things it is really negative on a person's mental health to do that and it's definitely affected me in the past especially in high school I literally wanted to drop out of high school because of how certain people treated me and I you just can't let them have that power if that's the case but um it's definitely harder it's easier said than done I guess you know Next one is kind of the same question, favorite way to decompress. I love taking hot showers. If you guys watch my vlogs, I literally take like two showers a day. I'm obsessed with showers. I don't know what it is. It just feels so good to have warm water on my back and I wash my face in the shower and everything. So it's kind of a one and done type of situation. So, and then I like to relax on the couch, do some yoga. I like to work out sometimes if I'm in the right headspace, which like I said, I'm kind of working towards improving that mental relationship that I have with working out. So yeah, and then reading. I've been getting back into reading, which I've been loving. Right now I'm reading um, The Couple Next Door. So if you guys have any book recommendations, let me know. My friend Carter always posts her Kindle reads and then... Bianca posts a lot of books and who else sometimes I see things on TikTok so I'm kind of into the murder mysteries or the thrillers the romance novels just random things I'll read pretty much anything next question if your life was a theme song what would it be oh my gosh put me on the spot I literally have no idea crickets right now Okay, I have to go on to Spotify. Un momento. I literally can't think of anything. Like I've scrolled through all of my Spotify playlists and I can't even think of something. But I'll just say something by like one of my favorite artists. I love Tate McRae and Don't Be Sad is one of the songs that I listen to all the time. Or Lennon Stella. I really like those female singers that have more like the raspy voice. Um, I just noticed that a lot of the people that I listen to are like that. So Tate McRae, Lennon Stella... Um, Sasha Sloan, Fletcher, Astrid. There's just a ton that I listen to. I just enjoy listening to music in general. But one funny story that just popped into my head was Cole was listening to like a TikTok or a Facebook video or something. And I was like, wait, what are you listening to? And he's like, oh, no, just a random video. And I'm like, that's my podcast intro song. <laughs> so whoever made the video must have a subscription with Epidemic Sound because that's where I got my podcast intro from. So it was just funny because I recognized the song. Anywho, this girl's from France. Hi, I took French in high school. I also took it a couple, no, just one semester in college. So I cannot speak French for the life of me, but I know a few little phrases. But she said, what is your favorite thing to do to relax? Which I kind of already answered, but definitely watching some type of TV show or watching YouTube videos for sure. I spend most of my evenings doing those things just because like watching somebody else's life gets me out of my own for a little bit, you know, like escapes your own reality. I think that's one thing I love about vlogs so much is that yes, it can be somebody else's highlight reel of their week or their day, but it just lets me kind of get out of my own world for a little bit, even if it is only 10 minutes. Next question, what are you looking forward to most moving into CT and MRI? And is it a hospital or a clinic for a new job? So basically, um, it's a clinic position. So when I'm training, I will help out with x-ray and the front desk and stuff. Um, I'll kind of be like what I do at my current position where I help out a ton of different people. But I'm also going to be learning CT and MRI at that clinic. So it's a private clinic. 
And then I will also be traveling a little bit to and from two different towns to learn on their equipment. So I'm going to kind of be traveling as well. And then the goal for when I'm actually registered is that I'm going to be a travel technologist. So I can go to places as far as Texas. They have sites in Nebraska, Boise, Idaho, just random places that they have sites at. So it's kind of an interesting position and I'm definitely looking forward to explaining it a little bit more in depth once I start training. Of course, follow me over on YouTube for that journey. You guys know I'm going to be vlogging it. But the thing I'm looking forward to most about moving into CT and MRI is just the differentiation of the task load. I absolutely love to learn new things. I'm sure you guys know that, just the fact that I'm constantly trying out new things, whether it's podcasting, YouTube. When I'm at my job, I handle referrals for when patients like need a CT. We can't obviously do a CT in our clinic, so we refer them out to a different facility. So I have to do the follow-up documentation to see if and when they've made their appointments, so that way our medical records team can um, obtain like the patient records. So I do a lot of referral management and then I do phlebotomy and a lot of like waived laboratory tests. So I'm definitely a person that loves to learn new things. So I'm most excited to start learning something new. When I was in my x-ray program, we were able to choose different modalities to rotate through for a second time. So we got to rotate through all of the modalities one time, and then we got to go back for a second time, and that was a modality of our choice. And I chose MRI, and when I went back, I would help get the patient positioned, I would get their earplugs ready, I would help out in any way possible because I wanted to get the most engaging experience. And one of the techs, Brian, he was like, I have never had a student as helpful as you. And I was like, hey, that's what I'm here for. So I'm just looking forward to learning again. I love being in the learning mode. I don't love tests, but I just love to learn new things. Next question, did you have any other career paths in mind other than x-ray? I don't know if I've ever answered this on the podcast before, but I definitely have a weird college experience. I was generals at first, and then I went to nursing. And then one time I went to elementary education, which if you guys know me, you know I do not like children. So what the hell was going through my mind? I have no idea. And I thought journalism would be fun. I hate writing because I am such an overanalyzer and I over critique everything that I write. And then everyone's like, journalism is a dying career, whatever. So then I went to (laughs) x-ray. Oh my gosh, I just went all over the board. And then finally, that's when I decided I'm transferring and I'm going to a community college to pursue the radiography program. So basically, that's a story of my college experience in a nutshell. Um, So yeah, I did have different career paths in mind. Um, If I could go back and do something different, I wouldn't. I love x-ray. I think it's a great um, general start. If you want to pursue other things, that's great. But if you want to stay in general x-ray, that's great too. So I just really like that there is so much diversity that you can do on a daily basis with (laughs) x-ray. Next question, do you want kids someday? And the answer is no. While I like other people's children for maybe 10 minutes at a time, I just don't see myself ever having kids. And I think my mom has come to terms with that. She's like, I think I'll just be a pet grandparent because my brother for sure is never having kids. So yeah, I just don't see myself bearing children it's just not something I've ever wanted to do and yeah I just don't want it I don't even really want to get married I think people will be surprised (laughs) 
craziest college story I actually wasn't that crazy in college because I didn't really have like a traditional college experience so I didn't dorm because I went to the university that is in my hometown so to save money I stayed with my parents and of course going into my freshman year I had a boyfriend and I was always with him and he broke my heart you know how that goes typical early college experience I feel like every girl and guy goes through that but I truly don't think I have that crazy of an experience I just can't think of anything I'll leave that one to ponder maybe I'll talk about it in a future episode if I can think of something Uh, Next question, are you religious at all? And I have avoided answering this question for so long because people are somewhat judgmental based on people's views of this and I want you to listen to what I have to say and be open and know that I'm open to what other people think and believe but on the other hand, you have to be the same way for other people's beliefs. So I grew up in a Lutheran household and we were never like avid churchgoers. We wouldn't really go unless it was Easter or Christmas and I was baptized when I was a child and then I ended up having a first communion eventually down the line. So I went to all of the Bible studies and whatnot and as an adult, I have chosen to make my own decisions and see things as it fits for my lifestyle. And personally, I do not have a religious belief and I don't follow any religious beliefs. I think it's totally fine if other people choose to do so and what they do with their lives doesn't affect me. So in the same hand, I think what I do with my life doesn't affect anyone else. So if you don't agree with that, that's totally fine. But I've had this conversation many, many times with my mom And I've never gone through an experience where I've lost somebody really close to me. And I don't think I've ever had an experience where I've been able to feel like I'm close to God or Jesus in any way. So I just don't really believe. I'm more of a science-based person. Um, I think especially just people in my generation are questioners. And I feel like a lot of us want to know the answer why. So for me, religion is just, I don't know. I I just, I don't have enough answers. I just don't have enough experience. And to me right now, it's not something that I see fits with my lifestyle. So I am not a religious person. Um, I think it's totally fine if you are. And hopefully that doesn't offend you. Of course, what I do with my life doesn't affect anyone but myself. So yeah, just wanted to answer that question. I've never talked about it ever on my channel. Any tips on how to get better at keeping my house clean? My fiance and I struggle. Uh, Cole struggles with that too, so um, he should listen to this podcast. Um, He literally leaves, like, I'm going to look at his desk here. He has the garbage can right next to his um, desk, and there's a can on top of it. He has a popcorn bucket next to it, and I don't clean it up. That's his own mess. I'm not touching it. I firmly believe that if you baby somebody, they're going to let you do everything and they're not going to learn for themselves. So I let him do his thing and once he realizes that he needs to pick it up, that's fine. You do you. I don't really come in this office anyway, so he kind of can just do whatever he wants in here. I vacuum once a week and that's always on Saturdays, so I kind of set myself a little schedule. I'll usually like spot clean every single night. I am one of those people who cannot go to bed unless all the dishes are clean and put away. I'm a little bit of a psycho in that aspect, but 
you know, it's fine. It doesn't hurt anyone. <laughs> so I usually do like the deep cleaning on Saturdays or Sundays when I have the most free time. So that would be my shower and my bathtub. And well, not the bathtub because I don't use the, we have two showers and the one is literally, I think Cole has taken one bath in it and that's it. So it doesn't really get used. So the toilets, the shower and like the sinks, the countertops, the bathroom floors, all of the bathroom stuff gets deep cleaned once a week and then I um, vacuum. So we only have two rooms with minimal carpet and you guys all know if you watched my last video, I do not wear shoes in my house. I do not allow it. I think it's disgusting. I'm a germaphobe, so I just don't allow it. So our floors stay relatively clean besides like fuzzies here and there from like socks and whatnot, but I think my house stays pretty clean. And then as for sheets, I do once a week and that would be on Saturdays as well. And I do all my laundry on Saturdays and Sundays. So yeah, it's pretty quick upkeep. I feel like I'm a pretty clean person. Like I said, I shower twice a day, so <laughs> I just think it's based on a schedule and what fits your schedule the best. With kids and pets, it's totally a different story. And if you live in a place where you wear shoes, I would imagine it would be harder to keep it clean. Here in North Dakota, we use salt and sand to melt the snow <laughs> and the ice and everything. And that shit is so messy. I would love to know what someone's house looks like when they allow people to have shoes in their house in North Dakota because it is it just tracks mud and salt everywhere. Like our entryway, we have a rug and it's filthy from the boots and whatnot because I let my boots like dry there. So yeah, that was a tangent. <laughs> but yeah, I would just recommend to set a cleaning schedule for whatever works with your school schedule or your work schedule and let your boyfriend figure things out on his own because... <laughs> Cole is most definitely very messy, and if it weren't for me, this place would look like a pigsty. I've seen his old apartment rooms, and yuck. I am very, very type A, I suppose you guys can tell. <laughs> Ooh, I like this question. Thoughts on your cover art being a future tattoo of a follower? I have actually thought about getting my cover art tattooed on my back. I actually have one that I want to get covered up, but I don't know if it would actually work with my... But I honestly think that would make my damn life if somebody did that. That would be so cool. And she also asked, what do you wish your followers did more of? Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, I wish more people commented because I know a lot of people are really like silent listeners or silent viewers and they don't comment on videos and stuff. I try to comment on a majority of videos that I watch and I know it's hard if you watch on like a TV or something, but I usually watch on my laptop or my phone. So I try to make an effort to comment something about the video, but I just love responding to you guys and talking to you guys. So to see a lot of you message me, it literally makes my entire week to have a conversation with you guys because you can see a number on a screen for how many followers you have, but it means nothing until you have a relationship or an impact on some of them. So I truly appreciate when you guys reach out to me and message me. It literally makes my day. So yeah, I just wish more of you would comment and and or message me and stuff. So don't be shy. I'm just a normal human. I would love to hear from you guys. All right, last question is, can you talk about your favorite trends that have risen from quarantine since March? And she said fashion, food, etc. Um, I don't really remember half of the trends. I literally had to look up some trends to answer this question, but 
My absolute favorite trend that came back was Animal Crossing. I played Animal Crossing as a kid and we loved it. I don't even know how old I was, probably like 9 or 10, but I just loved it. It was one of my favorite games as a kid, so to play as an adult, it was kind of fun to just bring back those memories. I still occasionally play it, but not nearly as much as I played when quarantine first started. And I also loved that Super Mario Sunshine and what's it called? Um, like the Mario Kart 64, like the racing one. I love that you can get those on the Switch as well because those are some of my favorite games. So just the Switch in general and just all those games were so fun. Also loved the tie-dye trends. They're still around, of course, but tie-dyeing was fun. I only did one pair of sweatpants and mine didn't turn out very well, but everyone else's that they posted on TikTok and Instagram and stuff turned out super cute. So I really loved that we kind of normalized the comfy, cozy stay at home type of looks. I love my sweatpants and sweatshirts. So also puzzles. I have always been a puzzle person. So I've done one and a half puzzles during quarantine. We have one more that I need to get into gear, but doing puzzles always really hurts my back. I don't know if anyone else is like that or if I'm just like an old grandma or something, but having the roll up mat also is so nice. Also just baking in general. I have been loving the fact that everyone's getting back into like pulling out their banana bread recipes or even like their bread recipes. When I still lived with my parents in the summertime, my dad actually bought a bread maker. So it really brought me back to my childhood because my mom had this classic bread machine and it would like knead the bread and then make the bread rise and then cook the bread all in one. And oh, it was just like the best smell ever and the bread tasted so good. So I had mentioned it to my dad and he's like, I'm buying one. So he bought one on like fleetfarm.com or something. And my mom started making that homemade bread again. So it just brought me back into like the cozy childhood vibes again. So I just loved all of the quality time that came with quarantine as well. Being so close to my parents, I live literally two minutes from them. Um, I'm really appreciative to have had them in my life and the fact that we're all healthy and safe and I know a lot of people were not the same way, but I'm very grateful. So those are all the questions that you guys asked. I really appreciate the feedback and the interaction of the Q&A this time. It was so fun answering your guys' questions. So if you haven't already, make sure to go follow the Unsocial Butterfly podcast Instagram. It is linked in the show notes. And if you want to support the merch, there's also Unsocial Butterfly merch. So it just basically has the podcast logo on a sweatshirt, t-shirt, things of that nature. So I think that's going to be everything for this episode. I hope you all have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening to this. I will talk to you all next Monday in another episode.